Cheers, bro. So in the, the first few episodes of this series, I was drinking coffee and I researched that caffeine might actually be a lot worse for you than you realize. I might make a video about this on like the main channel and I might get some experts to talk about it. When I realized that I stopped drinking coffee and I've not drank coffee for a few days. I'll actually, I'll, let me just write that down. I'll actually talk about that maybe tomorrow or something if you're interested in like quitting caffeine. Um, and so after I quit caffeine, at the start of all these videos, I started drinking mint tea. So, you know, tea that's got like peppermint or something. And then people were commenting saying like, oh, actually mint tea has been found to reduce testosterone. It's estrogenic. It's this and this. I was like, what the fuck? You can't even have anything. So today I've got ginger tea. And I'm hoping that I'm not going to see a flood. It seems like fine to me because ginger, from what I know about it, is like actually very healthy. So I'm hoping I don't see a bunch of comments like, oh, your hums of ginger tea makes your pee-pee smaller or some shit. <laughs> Ginger's weird, bro. It's like, if you're brown, it's one of those things that your parents, like especially your mother and her mother, they like, they know that it's got like special properties to help you. It's like, I'll cough and my mom will be like, Hamza, ginger pilo. Like, um, ginger, honey, like any kind of random sickness you've got, the wise old brown person will tell you something like ginger, honey, um, I don't know, turmeric or some like uh, maca root or some shit. It's very interesting that it's, it's such a powerful plant. So I hope you're not drinking coffee this morning or mint tea. So um, I want to talk to you about air pollution because this is something that I've really learned a lot more about uh, this year. And before this year, I didn't even know that it was like a concept to think about at all. And so you're probably like that. You've probably never sat down and thought to yourself, like, how is the air pollution here really affecting me? What happened was, so I'm from the UK and I live in like a kind of like a like a half rural, half like town, half city kind of vibe where like this, it's not like a major city or anything like that. It's um, imagine like a residential suburban area, kind of like that, right? So it's clean air, grass, old people walking dogs and everything. And I went from here and I moved to London last year around this time in like October, November. And I noticed that in London, like the air pollution, I noticed it straight away that the, the it almost seemed like there was a little bit of smog in the city. Like you could, you're kind of in the city and you see the blue sky and there's like almost like a, a bit of gray blue haze around the city. And then it goes blue after that. It's hard to explain, but like you could basically see almost like dust and whatever, like pollution in the air as we were driving into London, like that time when I moved there. And I didn't think much of it. I, I didn't really think it was that weird. I never really knew what air pollution was, but we just kind of like randomly said, it, like, oh yeah, it's really polluted and didn't think how it was going to affect your brain and body and didn't realize just how like mentally stupid pollution makes you. So we'll talk about the, the issues with it soon. But I'm deciding then at this point last year to move to Dubai. And so we moved to Dubai, take my girl, take um, my friend Sam with me and we move into this like beautiful apartment, $10,000 a month apartment, which has like this amazing view over the water and you see the sun setting and it's so cool, right? The sun starts the set. Imagine this is the water line. The sun starts the sets and it starts disappearing around here 
it's not that it's hidden behind like the water or anything. Sure, it's it's getting nighttime, but the sun doesn't just disappear in the night. What's happening is imagine like the circle of the sun. It's almost like there's an invisible line, which is like, so the circle, like the sun is kind of like just disappearing below this random line, which isn't like the ocean. So there's something obstructing the sun. And we realized it was air pollution. It was sand. It was like construction dust and everything. And around this time, I had, well, yeah, exactly this time, I had the worst health that I've had in my entire life. I genuinely, you know, I actually think I was at, I had a surgery for like a varicocele. I actually think I probably wasn't that far off being, of dying, of genuinely dying around this time. Because the sickness that I had, I was waking up every day with a headache. Every fucking day, as a 25-year-old who was just healthy a few months ago, I literally was brimming with health before I moved to um, to London and then to Dubai. And you can see this in my videos. If you go back to my videos in 2022 and look at the videos from like August and September, if you remember that video that I posted with my girl and it's titled like when you both um, quit social media and you know, it's like a three minute cute video. If you just go search that on YouTube, Hamza, when you both quit social media. Cute little video with my girl. Bro, my health was fucking sick then. That was just before we moved. And then I started waking up with headaches. I started getting like weird brown snot and like just weird like dark brown like like phlegm and swat snot and mucus from my nose every day. There's some people who live in Dubai who don't have this like, you know, the same sensitivity, but I, I'm quite sensitive, so I really feel it. But the issue is, like, if a sensitive person feels the negatives of the air pollution, that air pollution is still negatively affecting anyone who isn't showing symptoms like that. And so I'm waking up with this mucus, this, he like, genuine fucking headache every single day, thinking that it was maybe caffeine, that I'm having withdrawals, so I'll drink more coffee to try and get away from the withdrawals. Nothing was helping. I tracked my, my stats on the Aura Ring, and you literally see my stats as if an obese person started putting on the ring instead, as if I became obese overnight. My heart rate went up by 20 beats per minute, my resting heart rate. And this wasn't on one random day that I'm exaggerating. This was for the month trend. Think about that. Like your heart rate, if you tracked it like every day for a year and then you put it onto the month trends, you would see that it was relatively the same all year round. It was like 51 in January. 53 in, in February, 52, 55, 50, whatever, 49, whatever, roughly the same. Mine was like 55, 54, 55, 55, 56, 54, 55, 70. And it stayed up there for over a month. I was sick and I didn't realize why. The reason why I genuinely look back to this and and let me write another thing down that... I don't know how you spell anesthesia. The reason why I genuinely feel like I could have died around this time is because I had a surgery for a varicocele, which is kind of like a problem that many men have with their testicles. I'll, I'll actually write that. Down. Sorry, I'm getting so many ideas of stuff we, we need to speak about a bit about improving our health. Um, basically, it's like a medical thing that a lot of guys get with like their testicles because of this new like modern day you know, destruction of testosterone and everything. not even testosterone, but like basically just like, imagine just like a men's health problem, right? And I went under what's called general anesthetic. That's where they pump like this kind of chemical 
into your bloodstream that basically turns your body off. And I've had that before, you know, in some random surgery when I was a kid. Maybe you've had it where they put you to sleep in surgery. Turns out that's ridiculously fucking unhealthy. Like, so, so bad for your health. It turns out that there's, like, there's a fairly high chance of being, like, sick or even passing away from that shit. Especially if you're, like, quite unhealthy. And so when I saw the statistics, which was, like... I. Like, correct me if I'm wrong, you can go, maybe we should talk about this on a different video for the anesthetic, but I, like, I looked online that the statistics was like one out of 250 or between 100, one out of 250 or one out of 500 people who get general anesthetic end up dying from it. I don't know if that was an exaggerated, I can't imagine it was that severe, but when I saw it, I was actually starting to think like, bro, fuck me. I went into that surgery room with like a HRV of 17 with a resting heart rate that went up by 20 beats per minute in the last month. I went into it like sick. And you know what happened when I woke up from that surgery? They had to put me in ICU because I was choking on my own blood. I had to be in this special like intensive care unit because I was literally suffocating in my own blood in my own throat. Imagine waking up from the surgery, you're groggery as fuck, and imagine you have the driest throat you could imagine where you literally like can't even breathe because you really want some water because your throat is so fucking dry and they won't give you the water because you'll choke on it. And so I had to literally fucking lie there for hours. Imagine that experience. You know, I, I feel like I've almost fucking like blocked it from my memory because of how traumatic that experience was. And I like, I basically recovered. Like once I left the, the room that day, I was fine after that. But for this block of like a few hours, how, how different would have the world needed to be where I passed away that day? You can see on my second channel, if you go search, oh, on this channel, sorry, if you search up on this channel, Hamza Unfiltered, check your balls now, for example. There's videos where I was posting about that time if you watch like maybe you scroll down you'll see like on this channel if you just go see like all the selection of videos and scroll down you'll see one where i'm in the hospital and i'm like lying down to the side and those videos around there are of me talking about this experience i'm more specifically talking about the medical condition that i had the varicocele but i genuinely was like suffocating on my own on my own blood to the point the doctor walked in and he was surprised as well because he was like you're healthy like what happened what you know why did what, why is this happening to you why it's happening is because my health got worse because of the air pollution, but also because I was doing stupid habits. Like I smoked a cigar the day before doing this shit with my friends. Like, oh yeah, we're just like tape boys, like fucking cringe. That's like my story of why I, I really care about health so much. And that's when I learned about the concept of air pollution, but it wasn't my major focus. Air pollution became like a big focus for me after this period when I was in Dubai, because from Dubai, I went to Thailand and I went to one of the islands in Thailand called Koh Samoy. And that's like a nice, beautiful island, whatever. It was nice, right? I was there for a month. Then I flew to Phuket to become like a fucking full-time fighter, like an idiot thinking that that was like my purpose. I was basically just doing it for my ego and just because I thought like you, the viewer, would find it cool. I was there for one day and I was like, wait, why the fuck am I changing my life just to try and look cool on YouTube? Fuck this. And I ended up going to a part of Thailand, which is called Chiang Mai. And that city has sometimes the worst air pollution in the entire world during a season of Chiang Mai, which is called burning season. 
this is where people in these countries like they do it in bali as well they burn the crops so i don't know i don't know why the fuck it happens honestly I, it sounds like so fucking stupid to me maybe someone who's like from there or knows will say that why it's a good thing but it almost to me is like it's such a selfish stupid thing where basically the farmers it's a faster way for them to like clear their space by just burning the crops but it releases so much pollution it, you won't think like oh, okay it's not that big of a deal imagine fucking smoke clouds that are so big you don't even see it as a cloud it's just what the world looks like now imagine you wake up and it looks like a fucking apocalypse this is what it looked like we moved into this apartment in Chiang Mai and off the the balcony when you look to the left you saw this beautiful mountain about like maybe a mile away on the days that this pollution was particularly bad you looked to the left and you saw gray you know, like when you turn your field of vision down on a video game, like on Minecraft, you, you can have it on max, but when you turn it down, it's almost like it kind of just grays or blacks out past like a certain distance. It was like turning the field of vision down and it's almost like, oh, see, like, you know, there's so much air pollution over there. No, it's not just over there. It's everywhere. It's You're fucking inside of it right now. If someone's in the mountain, they'll be pointing at you in this fucking gray thinking, oh my God, there's those people in the air pollution right now. And again, nosebleeds, headaches. And this is when I started studying into air pollution. So I've got an actionable step that I want you to do alongside me. Hopefully you've got a computer next to you. Go onto Google and search for air pollution. First of all, do this. Go onto Google and search for air pollution death stats and just have a look at some of these. Air pollution is actually one of the biggest causes of death in the world, but no one really talks about it. It's actually so strange. It's literally like one of the major causes of death alongside obesity, heart failure, and all those like big things that everyone talks about. And air pollution, no one basically talks about it. And not only that, if you search for air pollution and you write like brain, air pollution has been linked to a variety of serious mental and physical health problems, anxiety, depression, neurodegenerate disorders. It basically makes you retarded. Like literally living in an air polluted place literally will lower your intelligence. This is like a random, like this isn't going to be like true, true, but this is the way I just quantify it. The worse the air pollution, the lower your IQ points and your IQ points with you, like your brain points are needed to create success in this world. This is your intelligence, like the thing that's going to free your family. You know how you want to like retire your family so they don't have to work those shitty jobs anymore. And you want to be the, the member of the family who works hard and starts making like five, 10, 50K a month. You need your brain for that. And air pollution is such a destruction of your brain and your body's health. So I'd, I'd recommend, even though it seems like fear mongering, it's very important that you educate yourself further on this. And maybe just this one, if you search air pollution brain, you watch a couple of these like articles, watch a couple of these videos and stuff. But now I want you to do this actionable step alongside me. Search for air pollution index. What I can do actually, I'll just, let me just get the link for you right now because it's this specific link I wanna get you to. So if you just go, I'll, I'll put the link below this video right now, you know, in the description. And it's a website that looks like this. It's like a, an index, right? And in the top right-hand corner of this website, there's a search button. Search your city, search where you live, bro. I'm gonna do it right now for where I live. And search it and then, and then just click on the little button that says search air quality stations. So where I live right now, is green and it says the air quality is good it says that it's absolutely fine and it's it's still like too high honestly it's still got like like um nine which is the higher the number the worse right and that's like that's fairly good a lot of uk is like is like that 
If we look at some of the worst cities right now in India, 193. It's all red and it says the the concentration of a certain kind of pollution molecule is 27 times more than what the who uh, guidelines are. So th the numbers that they give on this are all based on like the, the who, the WHO like guidelines. But I want you to remember a lot of like the sort of government guidelines are actually bullshit. Like for example, what they'd say on this website, you know, comparing it to what's healthy, what should be green or not, it's actually going to be worse than they're showing because usually governments and these big industry, like, you know, this who, whatever bullshit, it's like they'll tell you the guideline for something that's safe, but that safe level will still reduce your brain power. It will still make you sick over 70 years. It'll still, for example, like reduce your testosterone. So it's just like something to bear in mind. Like when you, um, you, you like hopefully you kind of know this, but in general, you can't trust like big government standards and shit. These motherfuckers still tell you that the food pyramid is the right way to eat. So you can't trust them. So whatever it says on this, not to be a fear monger again, but it's actually worse. The stats that they've got here, 7 million people die directly from air pollution per year. How many people breathe unhealthy air? 91%. Almost like all of the world breathes unhealthy air. If I go onto this map right now, what you see is something that might like, it's probably not going to surprise you, but it might destroy a little like paradigm in your mind, which is that the Western world actually has pretty good air. They've got pretty great health standards. If you look at Europe right now, like look, look at Africa, look at everywhere else, and look at the cluster of green right there, which is United Kingdom and, and Europe. There's a lot of motherfuckers, especially like, you know, the red pill guys right now who are saying that the West is falling and stuff. There's so many little cute, low testosterone and, and cute girls who go travel around and, you know, like everyone wants to move to Bali and Thailand these days and everyone's got this kind of vibe. The truth is what no one tells you is, bro, there's a lot of benefit to being in a first world country. You you save your intelligence and your health. No one like, like it pisses me off now that I've like, you know, traveled around. No one talks about how fucking great first world countries are these days. It's almost uncool to say that. It's so cool to move to Thailand these days. It's so cool to move to Dubai and move to all these random places where you're basically sacrificing your health just because it kind of feels good to be there. Look at like, look at the map, like the big map. And literally all the first world countries are all covered in green and like all the other countries are all covered in like yellow and red. No one wants to say this online because it's just not as cool. But it's like when I discovered this and I was there in Chiang Mai with that fucking mountain that disappeared in the gray. I was like, bro, what a dickhead I've been for the last four months. I've been doing this Tate hand pose bullshit, right? With my friend Sam. And we were like, yeah, the West is falling and stuff. And I was like, what a fucking idiot I am to think that the West is falling when like, look at this, look at this. No one wants to say this because it's just not as cool, but I'm telling you the truth, bro. Living in a third world country isn't all what it's cracked up to be. It's almost like that's a common sense statement, which people will find stupid. But the amount of people who like, especially who live in first world countries who are so ungrateful for what the, the health standards that we have here and who are like the amount of people I, I speak to in the UK who complain about it day after day after day. And like, because it's because it's like, you know, it's the partner that you've always got. It's the girlfriend who's like holding it down for you and you, you stop seeing why she's special. And it's only after you break up that you realize she was fucking amazing.
this is what it is. So it's like most people who, who are from like the US and the UK, they're so ungrateful for being here and for in all of Europe as well. So ungrateful because it's always where you've been and you've only ever had like short term stays in like, you know, you went to Spain for a week, you went to Thailand for a few weeks and you're like, oh my God, it's so much better there. When you actually fully move there and if you ask the locals of what it's like there, they would say like, I would love to come to your country. I would love to live there. And you ask them why they'd say education, human rights, better work quality, better health standards. But these days, like, privileged people don't want to hear that because we're so fucking ungrateful. So I just want you to look at this map as a weird actionable step. See your country. And if you are in a first world country that's covered in green, nice, clean air, and you've been thinking to yourself, like, oh man, got to get out of this country. You know, the West is falling, guys. Bro, give yourself a slap of realism and think, you know what? Let me just sit down for a few seconds and say what I'm grateful for in this country. Like in the UK, I'm grateful for the clean air. I'm grateful that if I walk past next to like a construction site, there's a 0% chance they're accidentally going to like harm me. I'm grateful that like random like construction workers in the UK don't just like lose their hands or die on the job. I'm grateful that when I go to a restaurant, they've got strict health protocols and cleanliness that like I'm not going to get sick if I go there. These are things that you don't think of when you're just idolizing third world countries. But this is the reality of it. This is the reality. <laughs> a lot of China's green right now, but I don't, I'm not sure if I believe that. <laughs> India's very bad right now. India's dark red. It's basically the worst air in the world right now. And uh, Jakarta, which is in Indonesia. So I was just in Bali and, and the air there was very, very bad. In Bali, they were doing the whole burning crops bullshit. And in, in Bali, search this up right now. It's another action was that Bali uh, fire. Just search Bali fire. And yeah, look at that. It looks like an apocalypse. There's, so there's a part of Bali, which isn't like where a lot of the travelers stay. But there's an absolutely massive fire going on. And it's a fire from plastics, by the way. So if you know about estrogenics... Let me just write that down as another thing we've got to speak about. There's a massive landfill fire of plastics that are, it's the smoke is going through the entire like of of all of Bali, probably even further than that. It looks like a fucking apocalypse. Look at this. And like, just imagine you live in a different part of Bali right now, like my friends do, right? And you see this on the news, okay, whatever. Oh, okay, it's, it's 50 miles away. It's not a problem, right? And you go outside, you don't see this big black smoke cloud, right? But the issue is when there's that much smoke and air pollution in one area, it's gonna spread out. And so, yeah, sure, you're not in this apocalypse level where you see a fucking big black cloud engulfing everyone. But if there's something like this huge fucking fire that's happening in one part of Bali, you best believe that all of Bali right now, everyone's experiencing symptoms of like estrogenic, um toxicity everyone's experiencing symptoms of like air pollution toxicity right now so you want to be in a country preferably that's quite far away from like that anything like that so if we look at it right now this isn't really an actionable step that you can take just right now but it's hopefully something that can just create a kind of belief in you that you can like keep in mind you know for like where you're deciding where to raise your children Europe is actually a really good place. I wouldn't recommend US because even though they've got actually quite clean air, US has got a lot of other health problems because a lot of US is like very capitalistic, including like the food standards and stuff. But Europe is very, very good for this. I assume, let's have a look at Switzerland. I assume Switzerland would, it would probably be very, very good as well. But yeah, most of Europe is actually very good, especially, um, I think this is, is this Eastern or Western Europe, sorry. 
most of Western Europe. Netherlands is very clean air. Spain, very clean air. Greece, clean air. Um, it gets a bit worse as you get down towards like Bulgaria. Let's have a look at Switzerland and then we'll end this video off. Switzerland's very clean as well. So if we go to like maybe Zurich or oh yeah, any of these, Switzerland's about the same as the UK. So the UK has basically some of the best um, air pollution, like air in the entire world. Even some of the cities, you know, you know, like UK, you know, in London, the the score that they've given it right now is twenty. 23 the higher the score the worse it's still green on this that in my opinion probably is too much where i'm from is nine if we search for like let's say this city here in, in scotland five yeah so if you get away from these like like populated places like obviously the big city is going to have more air pollution because there's a lot more cars and buildings and everything if you don't go to like a major city in your country and you go to like a, a smaller one like for example the city i'm considering moved to soon it's got four it's even got lower than the countryside place i live in right now four that's basically like you're, you're probably going to be absolutely fine there even after years the place where my girlfriend lives is um Actually, surprisingly, oh no, no, yeah, only a couple as well. I won't tell you the exact number in case someone's able to like triangulate it and like guess the, the location or some shit, but yeah. So it's just something you can go and do. Go play around with that link just below and just use that as another thing to think of for the future. Don't start getting like, you know, panicky and everything, but just with a rational mind, think to yourself, okay, what can I do about this? I don't want to see any of my boys start getting into this depressed neurotic state with this and like oh god it's another thing i've got to think about but i've got to stay in india for a few more years no 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 if you can't do anything about it right now shut up simple as that think to yourself what can i practically do with this information in a few years i might have the opportunity to move to whatever different country when i've made a bunch of money with my business so i'm probably going to keep my eyes on a few of these uh, countries i might move to the uk i might move to uh, spain or to greece or switzerland okay these countries look like they've got good good air maybe that'll be like a, a sort of a variable that i'm looking into when i think about where to move to and i think about where i'm going to raise my children just keep it in a positive mind like that. If you are living in a country where you don't have clean air, and if you're living in a country which does have clean air, then just be grateful for it, bro. Just remind yourself today, like, that's actually fucking awesome. It's something that you're, like, you're not experiencing. When you walk out of your house, you're not thinking to yourself, like, do I need to take the mask with me today or not? Be grateful for that. I'll see you here tomorrow. Do the hard work, especially when you don't feel like it. Mwah.